Now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Howdy, friends. We're having a very fun conversation with two young ladies from Colorado Christian University, Hannah Harrison, a freshman, and Mariah Hart, a senior at CCU. And we've talked about everything from Riley Gaines and transgenderism to why they went to CCU and how it changed their lives. I'm interested in this segment to talk a little bit about the fact that Colorado, the state itself, is becoming this kind of, I don't even want to say the word sanctuary, but this <laughs> this this landing place for abortions mm-hmm. from people all over. I heard during a testimony down at the state capitol that there, there's been like a 3,000% increase in the amount of abortions of people coming from out of state to Colorado. Planned Parenthood is celebrating this. They literally brought champagne down to the state capitol, and they passed three more radical abortion bills down that we all fought against. Many of you went down to testify against. So that's the direction of the state, and it seems like young women in the state of Colorado are celebrating. They have all this freedom to be able to kill a child that they don't want to uh, give birth to, and you two are standing against this, and CCU in itself is standing against this. It's it's pro-life you. It is this proud beacon, this light, the lantern of the Rockies, hmm. standing against this growing darkness in the state. What? Give me your perspective from a, a woman's perspective on what it means to be pro-life in a state that seems to be celebrating the abortions that are taking place here. Well, I would I would say that you get called a lot of names. Um, <laughs> All very kind, right? Oh, I'm yeah. sure. Oh, very oh, kind. Yeah, very yeah. Nice. It's very sweet. Um, no, <laughs> it's it's really hard. It is really hard because mm-hmm. for a woman or a man to come up to you and say you are less of a woman because you don't support killing mm-hmm. women, children, mm-hmm. um, is really really difficult on your heart because you're thinking, God, how how have we gotten here mm-hmm. from from Eden to now, like having this space where we're expected to celebrate abortions is it, it's so difficult um but that's why we have to do it that's why ccu has to be pro-life you is because somebody has to fight for the voiceless and somebody has to fight for the mothers that are getting pushed to having abortions and don't know what to do mm-hmm. um right before coming to the march for life in 2023 my best friend sat me down and said, I need to tell you something. I had a chemical abortion six months ago, and I don't know how to tell you this because you're so pro-life. And my heart is still broken over it. But there's these women that we're forgetting that are having the abortions that are being pushed by mothers and by mother-in-laws and and yeah. boyfriends' moms and boyfriends and, and just all of this that also almost don't have a voice in it because they're so overwhelmingly scared of what's going to happen to them. And the world is saying, do it. It's easy. It doesn't mm-hmm. hurt. It's better. Like, you it's can have kids care. later in life. It's yeah. health care. Yes. And you you have all of this. And you, the the left is pushing away the people that are trying to help and saying, these people are evil. Don't talk to them. They're manipulative. They want to gaslight you. Like, all of this. And pe- women are scared. And we just, we have to be there to be able to be a voice and to love like Jesus loved and to go out and support people who are just not getting the support that they need because the government is saying that that it's it's not real support. Yeah. Mm. 
I would say um, as someone who is formerly very pro-choice and now is pro-life with every fiber of my being, um, I think that I have a huge heart for the women of Colorado Mm. who are pro-choice because I understand the amount of messages that they're receiving on a daily basis. It is every single place you look. It is all over our phones. It is in every news article. It is every social media post. And to step out of that feels like to isolate yourself. Mm. Um, And that is terrifying. It's terrifying. And you don't need to go like do any research for yourself because oh look it's all on these nice social media graphics for you except for the fact that it's all wrong (laughs) and so I think that there's a lot of misconception out there as to what the pro-life movement even is in a state like Colorado it's hard for anything pro-life to get their messages anywhere and that's very intentional by the government but I think that is also a huge factor people just don't know lots of women like young girls being raised in Colorado, they just don't know what it means to be pro-life because we're fighting this war of definitions and we're losing Mm. in many circumstances, especially in the state of Colorado. And so I think for me as a young girl to have someone like Hannah or to have, I mean, name any other girl on CCU's campus, someone like her in my life to stand up and say like, no, little girl, I see you. I see the lies that you're being told. Let me share my personal story. Let me tell you why I am the way that I am. And let me walk through this with you because you are not alone. Mm -hmm. And that's the message of the pro-life movement is love them both. Mm -hmm. Love that baby. Love that girl. Walk with her through this process. And I think that gets lost in the noise so often. But it's been such a huge learning curve for me to see that to be we're really loving we're loving all women we're loving pre-born women and we're loving women in these hard situations and that is the beauty of the pro-life movement so we've only got a few minutes left i'd love to know what you would say to older conservatives all right those that have that are are running things now you're up and coming and they're looking down at the younger generation going gosh how do we reach them Hmm. you all are looking at those that are running, you know, the major conservative organizations running for office and they're making decisions that you may not agree with. So what, what what's your message to the, to the conservatives that are currently leading right now? I would say I would say be encouraged. Mm-hmm. Just truly be encouraged. We we aren't the ones running the social medias right now, so you can't see it as much, but we're here. And we're going into occupations that matter. Like we're going into the social media occupations. We're going into the policy occupations. We're going into the doctoral. Like we're working and we're here. It's just sometimes you can't see it. And (laughs) that's, that's just how it is. But it's we have the opportunity to take back the country. And. I, I know that CCU is going to be leading the charge in doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I think two kind of like practical things on my end that I would say. One is like there are so many resources online for you to really dive into this whole social media movement. Mm-hmm. Take a course. Like go 
online, look up a course, and just look up what social media marketing is because that's where this battle is being fought. Mm -hmm. And don't be afraid to enter into that space. That's so important for the younger generation. And if the heads of these conservative organizations can start spearheading that movement and not be afraid to enter into that space, that's going to push us really far. And then the second thing I would say is invite people into your home, even if they disagree with you. The power of sitting around a table and breaking bread together and having a meal and just getting to know someone's personal story is so powerful. Take those arguments out of the theoretical and put faces to them. Mm -hmm. Sit down with these people that disagree with you or agree with you. Mentor a young conservative that's coming up. Start prepping for this person to Mm -hmm. take your job um, because that's a good thing to do. Equip them because they don't have the life experience that you have. Give them your wisdom and then also invite the people that disagree with you into your home and into your space and share with them who you are, learn who they are, and tear down this barrier of inhumanity that we have put up in between the two sides because that wins people over. That's why I'm at CCU. That's why I'm a conservative. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing because someone tore down that wall and that will make all the difference. That's some wise experience that I think all of us can learn from. Uh, to your point, Mariah, real quick on, on social media, I mean, how many of you or your peers open a newspaper? Uh, <laughs> do you even know what it is? Yeah, right? <laughs> no, no, no. I do, I do. I went and bought one for my grandma the other day. She's staying with us right now. Um, no, I think you're right. And I think that doesn't mean that young people aren't informed. They are, but it's a lot more narrow than it has ever been in the past because it's very targeted and very specific. And so I think, yeah, social media is really where all this information in the news is. It's where people are. And so knowing how to engage that well is going to make all the difference for conservative organizations moving forward. Well, and I found myself, I get most of my news from Twitter these days, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's um, uh, the paradigms are shifting. But I hope what people hear are um, these young conservatives, uh, they love dialogue, which is different than young leftists. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's going to be important for the next generation as they kind of talk to their peers and things like that. But, um, friends, this is, this is why I love working at CCU. Uh, this is, and I talked to Chancellor Sweeting about it as well. Um, our generation did not get it right. In so many ways. I mean, just look at the debt that we're putting onto your shoulders and to my children's shoulders, which is the generation just below you all. Um, We haven't gotten it right. And we want to save what is great about this country. We want to be able to hand our children a country that's better off than it is today, especially a state that's better off. This is such a broken state. But there are these young conservatives, and more importantly, there's an institution like Colorado Christian University, that's not going to go away with the campaign. They're going to be around establishing these young Christian conservatives to go into a variety of fields. Politics. We just talked about politics. How about medicine? Mm-hmm. Right? How about counseling? How about education? How about business? All of those fields need brilliant young Christian conservatives with a solid foundation, competent in their careers to be able to go out there and change this culture. I hope that this show gave you all listeners some hope and some encouragement 
that we will get back on the right track and that institutions like Colorado Christian University are help leading the way. Friends, go to ccu.edu if you have any questions. Uh, if you'd like to support the work that we're doing, visit the Centennial Institute. We need your help, but I hope that this has been encouraging to you. Thank you to Michael running the board for us. Thank you, Jamie, our communications director. We'll be back next week. I'm going to be in Israel, so I'm going to try to do an interview from Israel for you all. God bless you all, and yeehaw.